You are now listening to Coach with your host, Kyle Terrell. The best place to go for teaching you how to train your body into the condition you've always wanted. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. This is the second episode in Coached. I'm your host, Kyle Terrell. If you haven't listened to the first episode, please go back, take a listen. It'll just take you a couple of minutes, and that way you get an idea of what the podcast is about. Uh, So before I go ahead and start today, uh, be sure that you're following me. Go ahead and head over to Instagram, follow me. My username is Kyle Sometimes Fitness. That's Kyle underscore sometimes underscore fitness. And then also join our Facebook community. Uh, You can hop on Facebook, look up Coached Podcast. Uh, That is the page name, and then you can just click Join Group. Um, I think that would be a great way for us to interact. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm really excited about today. I'm starting a series called What Your Personal Trainer Isn't Doing. And what this is going to do is um, basically reflect, I've seen all the good and the bad from the fitness industry uh, when I started 15 years ago. And so that's what I want to take you through first, a little bit of gym history, and then how that's going to affect you as the consumer, okay? So let's start. So the busiest trainer in the gym, when I, when I first got my first job, in a gym was a 60-year-old woman. And it was so funny because everybody would come to her for all these questions. And I would look and go, how does she know these answers? It didn't make sense because she didn't really look the part of a personal trainer. I mean, I, I saw her working out, but like she wasn't, she wasn't super fit, right? And then it you know dawned on me, like she's been doing this 30 years. So she's got to have all this crazy experience. Now, fast forward to today, Uh, most trainers in the gym are between the ages of 20 to 25, and you can obviously tell, you know, there's young kids working out, and most of these kids got their certification in just a few months, like it didn't take them very long to get it, and now, this is going to blow your mind, you can actually get a certification over the weekend and become a trainer that next week. So imagine this, you want to quit your career on Friday and become a personal trainer on Monday, you can do that now. To me, I'm going, man, that's just not enough time to know your craft. And so basically, you know, what's happening now with personal training is we're being sold these 30-minute sessions in like 30-minute personal training sessions. And personal training used to be like basically an hour long. Like there was just nothing below that, right? Sometimes people even did two hour sessions. I remember that. And so the gym industry figured this out, right? Only one third of people that purchase a gym membership are actually using it. And how a gym counts this is if you have used the gym one time in the last two months, they count you as what's called an active user. So that's crazy. You're an active user for using the gym one time in the last two months. The other two-thirds of people that, have a, that, bought, that bought a gym membership don't use it at all. So it's all about volume now. Whereas memberships used to cost you know, $60, $70 a month, plus you had to uh, buy in for like two to $400 when you signed up. 
Well, now, you know, the corporations figured that out. And these memberships are now $10, $20 a month with zero down. And so you're less likely to cancel your membership on something that cheap. So what this did, this watered down and really diluted personal training, in my opinion. Because what trainer wants to go work for that gym? Well, I'll tell you, one who is trying to get their feet wet. So you're getting, you know, basically these young kids who took a weekend cert um, and they are now a personal trainer. And so these sessions are basically, whereas they used to cost around $100 an hour and the trainer used to get all this, you know, all the money for it. Now it's 30 minute sessions and, you know, they're paying these trainers hourly um, and then it's like 25, 25 bucks a session, you know, so it's pretty cheap. So it's very easy to sell. And another thing it is, it, it doesn't require a lot of time commitment from you. And then also they're able to rotate more people. So now like a personal trainer, you know, that used to work five hours in a row would have five clients, right? An hour at a time. Now they're running 10 clients because they can literally do them back to back to back to back. And so how it works is this, is you walk into a gym, you join one, and you typically will meet like uh, like a personal training director or manager, okay? And I used to do this, so I know exactly how this works. And what we do is we sit down, we say, hey, um, have you ever had a fitness assessment before? Or we go up to you on the, on, on the gym floor, you know, we'd, we'd find you there too, or when you were signing up. And you'd say no, and so we would have you come in. And we would learn about your goals and you would fill out what's called a physical activity readiness questionnaire, also known as a PARQ. And basically we would take you on the floor after that and work you out for about 10 or 15 minutes, okay? And what this personal trainer is going to do is they're going to take you on the floor and they're going to beat the heck out of you for about 10 minutes. Because what this shows is that you need a personal trainer, right? You feel really out of shape. So you feel a little bit vulnerable. So then the job is to bring you back to the desk and really hard sell your personal training, right? So we spend 45 minutes with you and just kind of drive it home, right? If we don't close you then, then you're most likely never going to get personal training. And they have guys and gals that do this full time to book other trainers, So these aren't even the people that are doing the personal training after they sell it. They're just salesmen. And so personal trainer, personal training has become more of of a sales negotiation, in my opinion, more than focusing on what the client needs because they know you're most likely not going to stick to that program because again, only a third of gym users are actually using the gym. And so I'm sure that, I mean, that just got to blow your mind. I mean, it did... uh, you know, this, this is stuff I've known for years, right? I've known the, you know, the third of people only use it. You know, I know that stuff, but just having the podcast and really talking about it now, um, it's, people need to know this stuff, right? Because it's, it's not like I'm trying to destroy personal training, right? I mean, personal training, you know, it, it does good things. It provides accountability, uh, to people that can't get themselves in the gym. So I, I agree with that part of it. What I don't agree with is the programming, and how they program the workouts. Because uh, question this, what if you sign up and then your personal trainer quits, like they leave? There's such a high turnover in, in, in this industry, which I get into on, on one of the next episodes. And I'll get into both sides, right? I mean, I'll, I'll defend a little bit on personal training as well. But again, the name of this series is what your personal trainer isn't doing. And so that's what I really want, want to address here. And so I have released 
all or this entire series at the same time. So go ahead. Um, we are done with this episode. You can go ahead and skip to the next one, and then we'll get into part one. And I can't wait to hear your feedback.